Can y'all hear me? you out. right here on anchor and if you want to start your own podcast on anchor it's absolutely easy and absolutely free let me tell you again absolutely free and it's so easy you don't even need a microphone i mean it helps if you have a microphone but you don't need a microphone because they have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer you don't need a booth you don't need a studio all you need is somewhere to sit down and be quiet and start talking it's great I recommend it to anybody, first-time users, professional, experienced podcasters, and anybody in between. It's absolutely the best. They have background music, intro music, sound effects, kids crying, dogs barking, whatever you need. Right there, Anchor. Use it right now. Tell them I sent you. Yusuf Ali. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another Meldrick Moment Extendo Edition. This is episode number 15. I'm your host, Yusuf Ali. We are still live from the Nightstand Studios, another Pillowcase production. And it's a, it was a short week, but we got a lot of shit to talk. I mean, like literal shit to talk. OBJ got caught up in some shit. Joe Budden got caught up in some shit. Daniel House got caught up in some shit. It's safe to say shit. It's the theme of this week's episode. But like not on purpose, but you know. But it, it kinda is. You see what I mean. Let's just get into the show. What's up everybody? Um like I like always do around this time at the top of the show, I want to thank all my likers and sharers and retweeters and new subscribers and all that. Uh, actually, according to the analytics, we we got 11 plays and one more average listener for the week. We are up to eight average listeners. Shout out to, to welcome. Welcome new average listeners. We was at seven last week. We are now at eight. That's how you grow. You tell somebody to tell somebody to tell somebody and you retweet and you share. And this is how we get to fucking eight listeners. We have got the mail modes. We are eight deep. We can almost have a starting five and a full bench. But we getting there. But we getting there. Anyway, like I said, this was a good short uh, week. Uh, following the Labor Day three day Labor Day weekend, which ironically enough, as y'all know, um, I'm 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 back working with the in the cannabis community, a proud member of the cannabis community. So we did have the day off. Ironically, it was without pay. And ain't that a bitch? Labor Day off without pay. When the last nine months that I didn't have no job. It was all with pay, like so. I do. I get a job and then gotta take a day off with no pay when I was getting paid with no work. It's it just fuck. It's a it's a funny irony, but so you really can't you really can't complain. It's like going to jail for some shit that you didn't actually do, but you you have been doing shit. So it it balances out the same thing. So whatever. I didn't barbecue or nothing because unlike in Cleveland 
you can just barbecue out here whenever and it's gonna be nice whenever like in Cleveland Labor Day is a sign that you only got like maybe three more good days to barbecue so you got you you better do it that weekend because it's gonna get cold it's probably snowing now shout out to Cleveland but I definitely didn't didn't feel the urge plus I cut out butter I don't know what that got to do with barbecuing but I just wanted to announce that no more butter for me if you see me with butter then smack whatever I'm eating out of my hand and be like man on episode 15 you said you wouldn't eat no more butter hold me to that because I don't need to eat butter butter is bad I saw some shit we was scrolling and me and Jill was talking it was a Bill and Ted 3 and me and Jill were talking about how come they don't just have a new Bill and Ted because the people that watched the first two Bill and Ted are old as shit plus fucking Bill or Ted whichever one is fucking Keanu Reeves don't need to do this bullshit he only doing Ted or Bill a favor by even making this bullshit sequel 30 years later that nobody give a fuck about they could have just started over with like uh, fucking it could have been their sons uh, Billy and Teddy anything but just to have those same two people is lazy and just a reflection of what's going on today in Hollywood just so many remakes and reboots and, and just restarts and this shit is fucking dumb as fuck just hire more black people that got good ideas you don't have to start restart like they coming out with a new fresh print oh actually actually i can't shit on that that is a black dude and it's a great idea but you get the point some of all these dumbass reboots bill and ted sit y'all bullshit down i think it got something to do with music which is even more irrelevant because they don't nobody care about music well i mean we care but it's not the same like ain't no concerts ain't no credits on the cds so it's just not the same people don't care as much you just listen to the shit and keep it moving we definitely don't care about Bill or Ted speaking of music these No Limit Chronicles been coming on and, and Rough Rider Chronicles or whatever the fuck and it basically is showing them from from the 90s they rise and then you know plateau and then eventual fall like a lot of rappers do and it's funny because they showing this shit finally like we looking back on Master P y'all like you know I mean at at one point in time for about two summers maybe even three No Limit was this shit they, they, was, they had a lot of hits song after song album after album their fucking beats was changing the game they changed the game as far as what it took to be a successful rapper like it used to have to have used to have to be like one of the best rappers and you had to have legendary producers and now uh, these dudes just came with a lot of bass was saying a lot of shit some of it sounded some of it rhymed some of it sounded alright but then you had like Silk the Shocker and all these people that was just pure trash on the mic but had good beats and that was like most of the label until they fell off. They and then when they fell off, they fell off bad. Like nobody gave a fuck about nothing coming from No Limit, especially when they their biggest artist was the 504 Boys, which was some fake ass Master P and Silk and and I mean fake ass Tupac and Silk and the Master P and then Lil Romeo. They tried to make Lil Romeo, tried to make street street motherfuckers like Lil Romeo, and we don't we we not listen. I guess he for the kids, but I don't know. He, I think he did some Nickelodeon shit. Either way it go, didn't nobody give a fuck about No Limit after around, I said 2001. And here it is just because it's 20 years later. We forced to relive No Limit fucking two good years. Like they did this legendary ass shit. Master P got in, sold some records, made his money, sold some bullshit shoes, a couple dials, and got the fuck out. So for that, he is a legend. 
but to look back and and act like that no limit was just 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 great like just just all time like they they just had a couple hit songs that came and went master p made his money a lot of the motherfuckers is dead in jail a lot of the motherfuckers still got no limit chains don't have no money so like i don't know i i, I just don't get the the reverence like maybe maybe because like i was saying hollywood don't got a lot of shit to talk about so if you're gonna come out with bill and ted three you might as well give us a masterpiece documentary what the fuck same thing with rough riders god bless their hearts but dmx last two or three albums was trash and y'all know it he had a couple hits off of those albums if you want to come you know you can pick and choose a hit or two off of the last couple albums but that shit was trash rough riders volume three trash eve's second third album trash drag on never caught on trash um the lock stopped. They made two, one album with the Rough Riders in 2000, and then the fourth album just came out last week in 2020. So I mean, again, we we looking back on Rough Riders like they did such like they such a great like again, and I guess they 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 broke some acts. You know, we thanks to Rough Riders we got DMX and Swiss Beats and all that shit, but. What did they do past 2003? Nothing. So, my thing with all these chronicles, it look. How about the rappers that's still relevant? Do a special on them. Talk about how how hard it is to fucking still be relevant for 20 years. How about doing a Nas, Lil Wayne, fucking Cameron? Who else? I don't know. That's good enough. Start there. Start start with those three and do a, do a fucking life story on them. I'm, don't don't give me a fucking what we had, fucking No Limit and Rough Riders. Don't give me a fucking. I seen Yin Yang Twins making the rounds. Y'all better not give me no Yin Yang Twins Chronicles or no fucking Bush Babies or Dos Effects or EPMD. None of these motherfuckers that made two good albums and then we ain't heard from them no more. Because that's not a legacy. That's just somebody that's still alive who managed to not get shot that was rapping in 1998. Congratulations. Another thing that's a hot topic in 2020 is white privilege and racism and classism and all these isms. And you know what I think about? I've been listening to these pod, these serial killer podcasts. And it seems like white privilege. Hear me out. White privilege got a lot to do with serial killers. Because a lot of these serial killers get caught for so many other crimes that just get, you know, they get away with or just get thrown out or just whatever the fuck. It wasn't too bad that any of these crimes if these people was black in the first place would have stopped any further criminal activity but because a lot of these serial killer dudes is white when they get caught doing shit when they get caught with shovels when they get caught with bloody ass hands full of blood and knives in their coat pocket and all this type of shit and they still beat it you, you, you cannot help but to think if that was a black dude, he would have got he would not have beat that first case. But these white serial killers continuously beat petty crime and small crime and misdemeanors and and not even misdemeanors. It can be like first degree felonies and they still like they might get to beat the shit or just do a small a little bit of time and then do the same shit and then get, do a little bit more time and then till finally they killed 17 motherfuckers and then be like oh yeah maybe you did kill maybe you should have got you the first time you killed the first two should have should have locked you up for more than a year after that but nah but you know that's just my little two cents and again this is now the third podcast in a row where I didn't generalized but from what it looks like 
If you are a serial killer and you are white, a common thread is a lot of them white serial killers got caught for some other shit that a non-white would have not beat so easily. So, I don't know. Am I generalizing or am I telling y'all facts? You decide. You Google it. That's all I did was a combination of Google and Netflix documentaries and, and serial killer podcasts. And, um, you know what? I think, I, actually, I think that's it. I think that's it. So let's, 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 it's some news, some newsworthy shit happening this week. So let's just get into that. All right, first, first shit to talk about is the most obvious shit. I ain't even. I'm just get it out the way. Is um, some girl I think is Chief Keith Baby Mom. It really don't matter who the girl is. She said that OBJ on the hookup had sent her some pictures or some texts asking her was she into shitting. And I guess she said she was, so he said to prove it by sending her some pictures of her shitting on the toilet, and she did that, and then I guess she wanted him, her to shit on his chest, and I I, I don't think she did it, but I think he just wanted her to do it, so she, that was enough for her to tell it on another podcast that, you know, she did it, so... That kind of fucked with him because I think it fucked with him because today at during the first game of the season, which is also news, football season started, um, and it was great. A lot of teams, it was a lot of good games. My Browns got their ass whooped, but we, I mean it was the Ravens. It was in Baltimore, but it wasn't no fans, which. Which I think is gonna work out in our favor. Browns fans, Melmos. Um can you imagine? Can you imagine all those games in the past that we was on the road getting our ass whooped and there wasn't no fans there to 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 celebrate our fucking turnovers or yell when the other team scored or it's just us. So Playing without fans is the best thing that could have happened to the Browns. Anyway, OBJ just wasn't really there. Like, he's, I don't know. Like, he got, he he didn't start. And then when he did get in the game, as soon as he got a catch, he got a 15-yard penalty. So, I was like, what the fuck are you doing? And then he got overthrew a couple times, and he threw his arms up. And it was just, it was just, it just looked bad. And I was just thinking, he got, he literally got shit on his mind. Because that's not a thing you want to get out. That's not a thing you want to get out. That's like your that's your own fetish, and a lot of people got fetishes. Speaking of other news of the week, Joe Button. Now, I don't know if his accusations are sexual. They don't sound like it, but he did commit a sexual act, which is, you know. I guess I guess it's sexual. Oh yeah, because if you, it's it's masturbation technically, but it's not because if you're doing it to yourself, then it's masturbation. But if you're doing it to the some, if you're doing it to somebody else, then, you know, then it's a sex act. I think that they call it a hand job, handy. There's all type of names they got for it. But then if you do it to a dog, then is frowned upon heavily unless you're a, a professional dog breeder which gives you the right to jack off a dog just like if you want to jack off a dolphin which is one of the few mammals that have sex for fun so like if you like to jack off a dog you know he would have to be at least at least his shit gotta already be out and I don't know what makes a, a dog dick come out. 
but I would imagine it gotta be out. You can't coax a dog dick out to jack it off. Like you can't show the dog pictures of dog ass or movies with like pretty dogs. Nothing like that to make. Maybe I don't know. They say they're smart, but I just I'm not a dog owner. If I mail mode with dogs, leave a comment. Send me an email. Let me know if you could, if it's something you can do to arouse your dog in a non-arousal state. Like, if you you say your dog just sleep, can you just go wake your dog up and do something? Like I say, a picture, movie, whatever, to make his dick get hard so you can jack it off. I don't know, but like a dolphin, which have sex for fun, you definitely could stimulate a dolphin to get that dick hard to jack it off, which they do all the time, and. I mean, sure, they call themselves scientists. Technically, it's research. But all that sound like to me is if it's not a dog and you got a lab coat and a clipboard, you can fuck whatever you want. I mean, prove me wrong. Again, Melmos, feel free. If I say anything wrong. But, which is the bigger point is jacking off dogs, getting shit on your chest. Whatever your fetish is, you don't want it to come out. Like, that's your thing. You know, every only person that needs to know that your fetish, that's what make you bust a nut, is you and whatever other person, if it's a person involved that's making you bust that nut. Because some people like to bust a nut by looking at pictures of empty bleachers. Ain't nobody else involved in that. And you wouldn't know that. How do I know that? Because somebody told somebody else and then it was a Googleable. If the first motherfucker that jerked off to a picture of a fucking empty folding chair never told nobody, then nobody would be able to Google that. But oh no, you can't keep that shit to yourself. You got to tell somebody how thick that chair is. Or whatever the fuck. And then somebody goes, what? What are you talking about? The way that chair is built. Look at that shit. And then now you got to explain that shit. You could have just kept that shit to yourself. Beat your shit when you got home. And shit wouldn't have been on Google. Okay. Or you got the motherfuckers that, that like to jack off to people eating. Again, if you don't tell nobody this shit, who knows? Now, everybody know OBJ like to get shit on or everybody know Joe Budden jacked off his dog and he 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 brought it up himself he said you know so sometimes the dog don't have nobody around so again that proves it was a sexual thing but he shouldn't have let it come out he should that's not something you do in front of somebody else he did that in front of his ex wife girl fiance whoever and now she know. And if a girl catch you doing some shit like that, that might as well be Google. So, all I'm saying is if you're going to do weird shit, do it. Make sure nobody else know you're doing weird shit. Everybody do weird shit, but everybody don't know what everybody's weird shit is because up to this point, they've been good enough to, to you know, be covert in their weirdness. So that's all. Just do your weird shit until you get caught. And then you're going to be playing like OBJ did. Three catches, 22 yards. Um, I'll keep it on sports. Uh, they wrapped up most of the conference finals for basketball, except for the Clippers lost again. Whereas everybody thought they was going to win because everybody was looking forward to LeBron and Kawhi and the Clippers and the Lakers. But the Clippers, I guess, is thinking ahead too. And they fucking blew a 3-1 lead. And now it's 3-3. So who knows what's going to happen in the next game because they fucking around. And as a Cavs fan who came down from 3-1, I'm seeing this happen. So the Nuggets easily can win this game. And it won't be, it won't catch nobody by surprise. And then that's that. And as far as the Lakers go, the Lakers did what they're supposed to do. 
beat the shit out the, out the Rockets. And they had a little bit of help. Not because they have a, a superior lineup, but because one of the key, 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 key Rockets players got caught trying to fuck. Well, I guess he wasn't trying to fuck. I guess he, he did. I would hope he fucked. If you're going to get suspended for a playoff series, I would hope, I would hope you at least got some pussy in return. Because if you got caught just trying to fuck, like, if they just saw you bringing the girl in your room and you still got in trouble before you did anything, that's fucked up. If you got suspended over intentions, that's fucked up. But apparently he took a girl in his room who wasn't on his list. So if you want to have a visitor, you have to say NBA uh, person, this person is coming to see me in my room. And then that person got to get tested and then approved to come visit. What homeboy did was get somebody who was one of the testers to come to his room, which sounds genius. Like, okay, if y'all worried about me catching COVID, I'm going to fuck somebody who do the COVID test. She don't have COVID. I won't have COVID. Boom. But the problem lies in the rules. Like I said, you have to have somebody on the list. So that's it. And the reason he didn't want to have her on the list is because he didn't want to let the whole league know that he was fucking because he probably got a girlfriend. I think he got a wife. And another thing they said is that she was fucking another player. So you don't want to let everybody know, including the other dude that's fucking, that you are also fucking. Somehow the first dude didn't get caught. That's why you got to stop. See, if you're just using the girl for pussy, you have to treat it as such. You was trying to treat her and be sneaky lovey-dovey. No. You should have asked homeboy, what exactly did you do to pull this off? Because I want some pussy too. But you got too much pride to let to let him know that you want to fuck. Look, if everybody ain't fucking, you got to fuck who fucking. And if she one of the ones who fucking, hey man, well fuck it. I want to fuck too. Look, what, what did you do? Yeah, call me what you want. Sloppy seconds, blah, blah, blah. What did you do? Because I want to fuck. And that's all he had to do. But no, nah, he wanted to do it his way. And he fucked up and got suspended. And there you go. So I don't feel bad for him because he shouldn't have had enough pride. He shouldn't have been too prideful to ask the proper way to get away with getting the pussy. And if he don't got a girlfriend, he really, he really deserved it. You really ain't got no reason to be ducking and dodging. So, shame on him. Shame on. Him. And and is is if we do got a girlfriend, that's that's hilarious. Cause now you don't got a girlfriend anyway. She gonna find out about that. So now you ass out. So now you just you out the you out you out you know fuck fucked around and got the team got their ass whooped because you missed two games and they lost. Then you are gonna get broken up with which. I guess if you're an NBA player, it ain't like a regular dude. You're an NBA player, you probably could just... It ain't like he ain't gonna fuck the girl that he fucked, he got in trouble for fucking ever again. He might as well keep fucking with her now. Everybody know. <laughs> what the fuck? Just like OBJ. Shit. He, everybody know you like to get shit on. You just, just keep getting shit on. Don't stop now. Don't try to rehab the shit now you, you like getting shit on everybody knows so just keep doing what you do everybody know you try to fuck keep trying to fuck fuck it fuck they eliminated you going home so do what you want to do now I'm just glad they don't play for the Cavs man oh yeah the Cavs wasn't in the bubble oh man fuck this bubble shit that's why I'm a football fan anyway but like I say Browns got dance whoop we'll be back next week which actually we'll be back Thursday which I was excited that we played Sunday and then Thursday too. I, we got this ass whooping, and I was like, "We might need the whole week. We might need those extra three days to practice because we got our ass whooped." But we'll see. 
We'll see you on Thursday. Um, other important news. Speaking of the NFL, a lot of people uh, on the opening night, they had the Chiefs and the Texans. So everybody was excited to see the Chiefs and the Texans. And then it was like, we're going to do this. We're going to join hands and lock arms and do this unity shit. And, you know, a unity for racial equality. And then people started booing. Not everybody. But they had a crowd, which was surprising. I didn't expect to see no people. But they had like a, I think they had 20% capacity crowd or 25%. So it was enough. It was enough people to make to make boos. And it, like I say, it wasn't everybody booing, but the people that was booing, just, oh man, that shit pissed off everybody. Even like, even the racists was like, God damn, you, God damn, just be a little more subtle with the shit. But no, they were just flat out with like, boo, fuck, fuck unity. But then I try to look at it from a different pr- perspective. I try to look at it as a diehard football fan. And just if you in, put yourself in their shoes, say you're a diehard Chiefs fan. So diehard, in fact, that you risking the chance to catch COVID to be one of the few people allowed to go to the Chiefs game in person with other motherfuckers around you. Who they had the six foot rule shit, but whatever mass whatever so you there you Chiefs fan die hard and now it's raining so it's raining so you might get sick another one way or the other you're gonna get sick probably and you're there for some it's the first football game of the season probably the first time you've been out the house all year first time you've been around people you ready for some football and instead of football you gotta see your favorite team Locking arms and hugging and holding hands and all this shit with the other team. At that point, you gonna boo because what the fuck? I came to watch football, not my favorite team hugging up with their division rivals. What the fuck is going on? So the booing legit could have been more about football. Than them being anti-racial equality. I don't know. Again, I'm just I, I could be wrong. I'm just from a football fan point of view, they might have just been booing the whole, you know, the whole spectacle of the Bulls. Like, hey man, it's fucking raining. I'm getting sick. Let's play. Y'all mother. Y'all can hold hands in the locker room. Y'all can text each other. Play football. So I don't. Again, that's whatever. Um. Oh, some other shit. Oh, some some some. That's the fuck you get news. If I had a section, I would call this. That's the fuck you get. Some dude, some French tourist dude, and this is the second time. <laughs> In Italy, they don't fuck around with these tourists fucking around. But some French tourist dude got fined twelve hundred dollars for taking white sand off the Italian beach shores and you all everybody know the, the, the taking sand to the beach we all heard that don't don't take sand to the beach and this guy to get in trouble for taking sand from the beach and I don't try which analogy would that be if you reverse it so we all know taking sand to the beach is bringing a girl to the club so I guess taking sand from the beach I guess that's good if you're gonna use it in that analogy. <laughs> if you're gonna reverse it, I mean, you take you you meant you. I mean, you took a girl home. So if you're taking sand from the beach in that sense, that's great. But if you literally taking sand from the beach, then it's gonna cost you two hundred dollars, and you better be glad you don't go to jail because they don't fuck around. And I don't get why it's such a big deal. White sand, two hundred dollars. You know they got white sand in Pensacola, so. And the damn sure wouldn't cost you no $1,200 to get there or no fine. They damn sure don't give a fuck. We used to take cup full, we used to take bags full of sand back when we came back from Pensacola. My mama had white sand everywhere. We had aquariums with white sand, ashtrays with white sand, fucking just jars of white sand, McDonald's cups of white sand, and fucking shells. Just, I don't know why she has so much fucking sand in the house. But, it didn't cost her a fucking dime. And we had white sand everywhere. I hate white sand. 
actually. White sand harder to get out your ass than brown sand. I don't know why, but it is. Six nine. Remember, remember, I told y'all last week, or was it? Yeah, yeah. He came out with his bullshit album, the same, you know, his bullshit pussy song, the same day as WAP, right? Fast forward to his album came out, and nobody bought the shit. It got so bad they got video of six nine. The real six nine, not 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 an impersonator. The real six nine is handing out physical copies of his CD to strangers on the street. How bad is your streaming sales or streaming numbers where you have to go out and literally pick an archaic way to get your music? listen to that's how people you have to fool people you have to that means everybody that streams music is not fucking with you they showed you that with the sales and the reflection with the numbers so your marketing team told you to press up a whole bunch of physical cds and go pass them out to people in 2020 and hope that they have a way to listen to your physical CD because that's the only way they gonna listen to it and he still couldn't give them out it was people walking past doing the classic no because you know why because nobody ever wants to listen to a CD that somebody is giving away on the street that is usually trash you got a lot of rappers that they made it from that they get that CD and hand it out and land it in the right hands but in 2020 even if you are the best rapper, if Nas himself, Jay-Z himself was passing out physical CDs, nobody's going to listen to it because they don't have a way. So, in other words, Takashi 69 guy, dude, just stop rapping. This is the that was your sign from the gods, man. It's not this is the, not the industry for you. Do sketches, do fucking you can do Instagram lives where you just playing other people's music. Try that. Do be a DJ. Um, but this rap shit is over, man. This rap shit is that was literally the last straw. If people ain't streaming and shit, they damn sure ain't listening to the CD, man. Nobody's dusting off Walkmans, man. The CD mens, or dismans, whatever the fuck type of men. So just give it up. And um, I guess I can end on some good news. Oh no! Wait, no, no, I can't. This one more tragic, and then I end on some good news. How about that, Melmos? Last, this last tragic, last piece of tragedy. Some lady called the police to help out with her son, and he was mentally challenged. I, I believe he had autism, so she told him this, like you know, so he might, you know, do something. He might lash, but you know, he harmless. Sure enough, they killed him. They killed her son. So, I just said that to say this. Don't call the police for shit. That's it. That's, don't call the police. Like, I grew up in a pretty, what you would describe as a rough neighborhood. A lot of dope. People got shot. People got a lot of strong arm robberies. But one thing I never did was call the police. If the police was in the neighborhood, that's because they saw some shit and turned down the street and thought they saw some shit. Nobody ever called the police. Why? Because the police generally cannot help the situation. Now, it's certain situations, don't get me wrong, that they can help. All right, like, like, um, Say you a dude, say you a lady and your boyfriend won't leave the house. You can call the police. Cause by the time they get there, he gonna be gone. And if they if he's still there when they get there, he definitely gonna be gone. But like a situation like say your house got robbed, you call the police. It's too late. The people already got the shit. It's gone. Nothing the police can do. They're not going to find it. It's, it's, it's a wrap. Don't call the police. 
it's, it's many examples. I'm not going to spend too much time giving you examples of when and when you should and shouldn't call the police. Just I'm just saying, and overall, taken from me, man, don't call the police. It's always another way. Try to think outside the box. Maybe calling the police should be the third or fourth or fifth option. Just don't call the police because somebody going to get shot. The wrong person going to get shot or the wrong person going to go to jail. This I know. So just take it from me, Melmos. Tell somebody to tell somebody. Don't call the police. Just don't. Figure out something. Just don't call the police. Don't call the police. Don't. All right. And now the good news. Good news is the folded man, they called this dude the folded man of China. Because he had some condition that it, he wasn't born with it. Some shit that, uh, some affliction that happened to him when he turned 18 that fused his fucking bones and forced him to bend over to the point where his chin was damn near stuck to his fucking, fucking calf or some shit. His, he was bent all the way fuck over he was bent over his they say his chest was connected to his knee like he was bent over jack for 28 years he was bent over 28 years they found a doctor that figured out a plan to straighten him out and they got him straightened out but here's the fucked up part. Do you know that the plan to straighten him out, the doctor came up with in two weeks? Here's the further fucked up part. This doctor was from that country. And here's another fucked up fact. This doctor was a elderly man so you, you you understand why I'm putting this together like that you got a guy who for 28 years was fucked up and bent over when the whole time you had a guy that could have fixed that shit in two weeks this is not a new doctor this dude was doctoring when dude first got bent over why did it take y'all 28 years to find a motherfucker that can fix this shit in two weeks? Once y'all straighten me up, the first motherfucker who I can look at in the face again, I'm cussing the fuck out. I've been bent over for 28 years and this motherfucker been around the whole time. Number one, I'm cussing everybody out. And number two, don't ask me to pick up shit again. Gotta speak some shit, man. We got coming from Council of Blossom and Tony Trotter. And you just steady with it. So, I know we ain't got cruise control at 79. I say, man, how fast you going? I say, I don't know. So, what you mean you don't know? Spinarin' the road? I say, no, I don't want to take my eyes off the road to look at it. y'all before COVID it was comedy because <laughs> this past year a lot of dicks been getting cut off by mistake <laughs> yeah that's what they say in the story remember John Wayne Bobby he was the dick guy right that was the dick cut off guy he was like Google dick cut off John Wayne Bobby <laughs> Get a circumcision. And they cut his shit off. 
by mistake. Or, or so they say. They say they didn't do it. That's what fucked me up. The surgeon said we didn't do it. The fuck? Just see now. I hate puns. I hate. I never use puns on stage. But this is the most clear-cut case. <laughs> I came in here with a dick. <laughs> I woke up without a dick. <laughs> Why are we going to court? Why we need lawyers, man? Either put my dick back or give me my money. All right, y'all. For this week's puddle tracks puddle pot moment uh larry had these crazy ideas and you ever have a friend that have a terrible business idea and they want you to you know support it or even possibly you know put some money up and i don't know man sometimes you just gotta let them know that you know that shit is a terrible idea man you want to be a good friend you got to be honest man that's all me and Larry got into a little argument yesterday because he gonna tell me that I'm hating on his small business idea. And I'm just trying to tell him that. I mean, even though you might have that corner, that market corner, ain't nobody hiring no air mattress repairmen. It's embarrassing enough that they fucked up their air mattress. And I'm about to tell nobody else they fucked it. A stranger on top of that, that they fucked it up so they could come fix it. But you can't tell him shit. He done bought $1,300 worth of glue. All right, I hope y'all enjoyed that look back into pre-COVID comedy. Good old days, man. PC. That's because, you know, that's a new measurement of time they had ad and bc now we got pc but um yeah man that's it that's the show you know like to thank all my male moles and all that shit for listening and telling everybody else to listen and telling somebody else to tell somebody else but i saw some shit right before i get out of here before we get out of here i saw some shit the other day i was going over over the home or another tuskegee jokeman's house and on the way, I saw two homeless dudes, like, sleeping on the corner. Like, just sleeping on the street. And I'm not, I'm as a disclaimer, I gotta say, I'm not, I'm not saying this to make fun of homeless people. Especially in L.A., the way this shit is out here. You can easily go from home to homeless in the same week. So I'm definitely not talking shit about homeless people. I'm just telling you what I seen. And it was two homeless dudes. One and they both they both like they both was just like sleeping on the sidewalk, which is the worst kind of homeless. Like it's it's homeless and then it's just sleeping on the sidewalk homeless. And that was that's what that was these dudes. And they was knocked the fuck out sleep. One was sleep like one direct you know how like you gotta sleep with your cousin in the same bed so y'all might sleep on opposite ends that's how sort of like it was like one dude was knocked out sleeping the other dude head was by the other dude's feet and I saw that and I was wondering to myself like number one do you know that guy like, do they, are those two homeless people, do, are they, like, associates? Are they, like, casual friends? Are they related? Like, but even if they not, here's my thing. Or even if they are related, or brothers, whatever the fuck they are. If I'm homeless, and I'm sleeping on the sidewalk, the least you can do is give me my space, man. I have I have nothing. I'm literally sleeping on the ground. Can I have this little bit of space? This little bit of nothing. Give me six more feet of nothing, my guy. There's a we are in Los Angeles. It is millions of square feet. 
Why do you literally have to be next to my two feet? Get the fuck on, man. We look, we all homeless. Or at least me and you. So go be home. Go across the street. Go to that part of the sidewalk. If I wake up and I'm homeless and I see another homeless motherfucker that close to me, I'm I will snap. Please, man. I have no food. I have no cigarettes. All I have is space. And you want to take that too? I will murder you on this fucking Olympic Avenue or where the fuck wherever we at. The fuck is wrong with you? I know I say do unto others. And that's the most do unto othery thing. If I am homeless and a other homeless comes that close to me, I am doing him unto. With that said, I know my, I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to, uh, what they say? Dial it, dial it back a little bit. Dial it back. And I'm going to tell everybody thank you for showing up this week. Um, if you not, aside from those two people who I saw, particularly everybody else, do un- if you can hear my voice, do unto others. You know, treat everybody right. You know, that's what I like to say. Do everybody treat another motherfucker as you want to be treated. And like I say, if I'm homeless, give me my space because I'm gonna I will give you yours. So do unto others, including giving motherfuckers their space. And that's about it. Count your blessings. Do unto others. Get high. Fucking football is back. If your team won, good for you. If you're a Browns fan, good for you. We got this. Don't worry. We got our ass whooped by probably the eventual Super Bowl champs. So we can look back on this loss and be like, well, you know, at least they won Super Bowl. So whatever. We got this. We got this deal. And um, I think I've been talking long enough for this week. I will see everybody. Net- well, you know, I literally see y'all, but I will join everybody next week. I hope everybody joins us shout out to that like i say that new eighth average listener i'm gonna check and see where you're from shout out to germany i know he's still in the building he she uh whoever it might be still in the building my german uh fuck with her uh and everybody else man shit tell a friend tell a friend go browns peace be safe